So we're picking up on different subjects in Corinthians. And uh, actually today, I want to read uh, from both 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians, the second letter that he wrote to them. So I'm just going to jump into 2 Corinthians for a moment, because we're just picking up uh, the theme of something that is, is there right through his interaction with Corinthians. And in the NIV, it's entitled in chapter 8, 2 Corinthians chapter 8, Generosity Encouraged. Now, brothers and sisters, we want you to know about the grace that God has given the Macedonian churches. Out of the most severe trial, their overflowing joy and their extreme poverty welled up in rich generosity. For I testify that they were able to give as much as they were able and even beyond their ability. Entirely on their own, they urgently pleaded with us for the privilege of sharing in the service to the saints. They did not do as we expected, but gave themselves first to the Lord and then to us in keeping with God's will. So we urged Titus, since he'd earlier made a beginning, to bring also to completion this act of grace on your part. For just as you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in complete earnestness, and in your love for us, see to it that you also excel in this grace of giving. And then over into chapter 9 and verse 6. Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each man and woman should uh, give what they've decided in their heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver, and God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. As it is written, he has scattered abroad his gifts to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be made rich in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. And through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. And then back into the letter, right at the end of the letter we've been looking at, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, Paul says this, about the collection for God's people, do what I told the Galatian churches to do. On the first day of every week, each one of you should set aside a sum of money in keeping with their income, saving it up so that when I come, no collections will have to be Made. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Every good gift comes from you. Everything comes from you. And I want to pray, even now, I want to pray for one or two people who might be sitting here going, oh no, it's a giving sermon. <laughs> Lord, I know what that feels like. It's part of your word. It's in your word. It's part of who we are as a church. Lord, give us ears to hear today. Give us hearts to respond to you. We thank you that we're people of grace. We thank you we're under grace. 
Lord, you don't bully us. You're not a bully. You're a gracious Father who loves to give us everything we need. And Lord, we pray this morning, as we just spend some moments in what is actually a a vital subject, an important subject. Lord, I pray that the basis of what we hear today might be this, that you gave everything, everything for us, that we might know you. And Lord, that we might then respond in that grace, respond in that mercy. So Lord, we we just give you these moments. Soften us, speak to us, fill us, come and shape us, Lord. Come and lead us. Lord, we open ourselves to you now, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Hope it was okay to pray like that, but I'm human just like you. I know what it's like. The whole of the Christian walk and life is a choice. It's a choice to surrender, surrender our lives. It's a choice to follow, a choice to respond in obedience to the commands of God. The Christian life, Christian walk is a choice. And that's certainly true when it comes to the subject of serving and giving. One of the things we said a couple of weeks ago was that the Apostle Paul is challenging this church about their pride. Pride is an interesting subject. It comes right the way through. All the things he talks to them about. And and we said, of course, at the heart of pride is self. And as believers, followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, there is a choice before us continuously. Are we going to serve self or are we going to serve the Lord? We're going to serve our maker and creator. A core principle behind all giving in its broadest sense, is that we don't actually give God anything. Okay, Everything we have is from Him. I want to declare that. Everything we have is from Him. He provides it. The question is, is whether we acknowledge that uh, and whether we generously, cheerfully give back out of a response in our hearts to the God who's given us all things. It's a response of the heart. If you go away with nothing else today, I want you to go away thinking about where's my heart at? Where's my heart at? Not what does the law say? What can I get away with? What's the minimum? What's the maximum? None of those questions. Where's my heart at? It's a matter of the heart. The question is, are we acknowledging Are we responding or do we cling on to what we have in the hope that somehow that will enable me to be secure? The thing about money (laughs) is that it's at the very heart of who we are, isn't it? Very much so, especially as Westerners in the Western world. And as Brits, it is one of those things of mind your own business. Okay, we know that, don't we? Um, It's mine, it's private, I do with it what I like, it's no one else's business. But that's not what the Bible teaches. And at Apex, we, we love the Bible, we love the Holy Spirit, and we teach continuously to be filled with the Spirit. And again, next week, that's what we'll be looking at. Be filled with the Spirit, be a people of the Spirit 
But we also teach a biblical stewardship, a principle of stewardship, that everything we have belongs from God, that we are in actual fact only looking after it. We're looking after what God has given us. And I think if for some of us, if we thought about that in terms of our possessions, whether it be our houses, our cars, the things that we have, it's from the Lord, we're looking after it. Do you think in those terms? It's a challenge, isn't it, to think everything we have belongs to the God. Lord, we are only stewards of it, stewards of what he has given us. Now, one of the things we talked about already this morning is gifts. He's given us gifts. And how do we steward those gifts? And we're going to look at that in the weeks to come. There are gifts to each one. He's given us gifts. Are we using the gifts that he's given us? That's a question we're going to be looking at. And one of the gifts that we believe in, and perhaps, um, Jill, you could help me with the little gift that I've got there. Could you help me with the, Sil, Sue, could you help me with the gift for Jill? I'm getting my names muddled up. Is that God gives us people who help us to steward our finances. One of whom is Jill Groves. So we want to give Jill just a little gift to say thank you. Okay, say thank you so much to you because Jill has been looking after the finances of the church for 15 years. 2008. Yeah. It's a tiny, tiny little thing, but it's just a little gift. Just from Jackie and I, just to say, there's been many changes in this congregation, many changes to the building, legislation and charity commission. Um, if you want to know about that, you can talk to Jill or Pat. They'll give you lots of information. But there's been lots of changes. But Jill... Just wanted to say huge appreciation and thank you for looking after it. But I asked Jill if she would take a few moments just to give us a, a quick overview. <laughs> yeah, go for it. She's going to give us a quick overview of where we are with our finances. Don't worry too much about the time. We'll just go, you give what you've got. And uh, do you want me to stick it? Are you going to hold it? Yeah. And then I'll share a couple of things after that. Go oh for dear. it. Oh dear. Good morning. I feel quite undone, to be honest, after this morning and after the way, as Mark said, the Holy Spirit is really moving in our midst. And I'm very aware that there are visitors here. There are those new to the faith. There are those that we're long in the tooth, aren't we? But we never, we never stop learning. Um, there was a bit of a miscommunication in our house, which often happens. Um, Mike said Mark wanted me to do it in June. I was so pleased Mark popped in to drop in before we started and said, you okay for Sunday? Uh, yeah. So very often on a... And a lot's happening. Terry and I are executors uh, for someone that, that died from the congregation. We've got all that that seemed to flood in on Thursday. Thursday evening, uh, we often pray, Elizabeth, myself, and Yvonne and Maggie when she can make it. And it was just Elizabeth and I, and I told her about today, and she prayed. The next morning, our Bible reading, we do Bible in a year, uh, Nicky Gumbel. What did he speak on? Malachi. <laughs> now, for those who know, it talks about tithing. That is not the place where I'm starting today. 
I think I've I've done loads of notes, but I'm just going to speak for a few minutes and then go on to this. Um, We became Christians um, and baptized in the 70s, and we were at a Baptist church. And Mike was paid with a brown envelope, you know, cash. We used to put the odd, I'm going to say five, but I can't remember how much, in the offering, now and again. Um, And then... Uh, he got promoted, so we had young children. He got promoted, and you're immediately paid into the bank monthly. It was December. We didn't have any money for December, and I remember saying to someone, but I'm still going to send Christmas cards. Nowadays, I don't know, so would they're too expensive to post, but you know what I'm going to say. Somebody gave us a gift. Uh, It was a relation who knew nothing of our circumstances, and then I used to go to the bank, um, the Midland Bank in Cowes, which is HSBC, and the steps. I really got challenged. We've got to do, I said, Mike, we've got to talk. We've got to do something about giving to God regularly, you know, for his kingdom. And that's where we're going to look at today. Um, I actually was going to sit there and rip my notes up because Mark did it, did such a good job of... Um, how he's explained Corinthians. First of all, some of you don't know, um, we've got six trustees. Mark, trustee, Mike, Mick, me, Alan Sampson, chair, and Rick Ganley. So one of our jobs is to do a budget and to keep an eye on the finance. I make sure that Mark and now Ashley have the monthly income and outgoing. Probably a good time to show you these. Um, We've got some slides. Mark said to me, don't give them too much, you know, they glaze over, which is quite true. I'm a a detailed person. I I like to do, I like to look at every little, I'm never a penny out because I can't be. So I, I was showing this to Ashley and Mark in February and he said it would be good to share it with you. Okay, so now I do need my notes. Slide one. Okay, um, this is the income for last year, £102,091.77p. You'll notice that, look, gift aid made up 62%. That is so important to this church because for every pound that you're able to gift aid, we get another 25p back. Um, I hope I'm not sounding too, you know, <laughs> too practical. <laughs> Okay, um, so if you're a taxpayer, that is just so vital to us. Then we've got gifts received. Then you see this HMRC Charities Gift gift Aid Refund. It accounted for 15%, which is an awful lot of money, isn't it? 15% of your income, and we do rely on it. Um, Other money goes to bank deposits. Cash offering, I've got 1% for that year. It's finished. We've got some up at the back um, if anybody wants to dab their card to give. Um, Standing orders, they are people that give regularly. I know what's coming in. I can budget. We can budget with it. Um, They don't pay tax. Absolutely vital to us. Um, So that really uh, explains the income there. I don't think I'll ask you for questions today. Is that Just write them down if you've got questions or email me or phone me and I'll explain because 
you know, it's a little bit, um, perhaps not the moment, but please ask me questions. It's, your, it's our money, isn't it? You know, we want to serve the kingdom. We want the kingdom to grow. We really want to know God in this. Okay, should we try the next one? So this is the expenses. Now, your first thing you probably notice is we spent more than we, we got in. We're able to cover it because um, I can claim gift aid more often, but I don't at the moment. And we can use that money to keep topping up, okay? Every month we can top up. So the first big one you'll notice on there, um, which is fantastic, is the 31... Well, it's... the. No, I'm going to the green one. It's the second biggest, isn't it? Um, gifts. We gave, um, we had a, a gift day, I, some of you will remember, for Regions Beyond. We had one in the July last year for Hope for Tomorrow, Feed a Family, and we were able to give to that um, very generously. We um, then had one for Regions Beyond, and we gave to that. Um, okay, so the gift day for Burundi, we gave just under £9,000, and for Regions Beyond, just over seven. Now, every month, we give £500 to Regions Beyond, 275 a month to Burundi, £80 to the Isle of Wight Street Pastors, and £62.50 to Christians Against Poverty. Um, we're now taking on another one. We're going to, we are supporting Kingfisher Ministries, which is Greg that will speak. Only a small amount, but it's just encouraging his ministry. Um, there's salaries and pensions and PAYE there, um, grounds maintenance and cleaning, um, travel drop-in, catering, equipment, professional um, services. So that gives you a, an overall picture of where our expenses go. Um, we're able to give on there with the gifts. I've forgotten. We give a benevolent gift. Um, we're able to do it to the founder of this church. We weren't able to provide a pension, which we're able to support, actually. We're paying to a pension fund. But we want to really honour Paul. Um, you know, he's our founding father, which is fantastic. Anybody glazed over yet? <laughs> Mike, you all right? <laughs> Am I doing all right, love? <laughs> Tell me... If and by the way, if I go too long, go like that. Oh, no, you just stop. <laughs> okay, can we have the next one, please? So this was January. Now, this was just a snapshot. They always are. It varies from month to month. Um, so it was January of this year. I didn't bother to do any more because I thought, you won't want to see any more. Um, so, whoops, I've gone to... This was the income, wasn't it? I've turned over too many. Okay, um, £6,130.97p. Um, the majority is gift-aided. We are so grateful. Thank you so much. It really is the big, the big, big thing. So that was 81%. The offering box was just a little percent there. Bank deposits, thank you. They're regular. Um, standing orders, regular. So that was another 17%. Um, 
which is the majority, isn't it, of our, well, it is our income. The other little bits are, um, yeah, we're grateful, but we, we can housekeep, we can plan. Uh, we have to do a budget by law um, for the Charity Commission. And we, I must say, there's always an element of faith in there. Wouldn't you agree, Mark? Okay, so if you'd like to do the next one, Ashley. So this was the expenses in January. Now, there's a bit of a difference, isn't there? 7,560. It's not always that big. It does vary. It goes from anything between five to over a 1,000. And we have got money at the moment. There's about 5,000 that we can keep dibbing into to um, top us up. Uh, just to explain this, okay, so the pensions and salaries were 59% in January. Professional services, a couple of percent. Ground maintenance, five. Utilities, that was a bit low. They, they um, have increased. Um, subscriptions, travel, conference, gifts, that would be the 500, regions beyond 275, etc. So that's where we're at. Um, I'm not going to bother to read this. I think that that important verse in Corinthians where it says, lay aside, is such a good place to start, isn't it? That you put aside. I'm very aware that for people like Mike and I, we're retired, we haven't got a mortgage, we've got a bit of savings, so we get a bit of interest which has gone up. But for other people, the people that Kay deals with and helps, there, you know, all our energy bills has gone up, all our cost of living, 10%, food, 17 um, It's not easy to lay aside, but I want to tell you, God honours the laying aside. He really does. You know, he, we, we can't outdo him in spiritual blessings. We're not doing it for prosperity. We're not, we don't give to God to, to benefit financially but we are blessed so much with um, spiritual blessings. Um, I was, personal testimony, blown away on Friday morning. Um, if anybody wants to see what Nikki Gumbel writes about tithing, I'd love to send it you. Um, and then today, I had a phone call from Australia. We've got family there. Our 17-year-old granddaughter got baptized in the Holy Spirit and was speaking in tongues. Now that is just, um, well, it blew me away. I want to thank you all for your faithfulness. I really do. This church is going places. Um, I wrote down, um, when I asked my daughter to pray for me, she just went, well, when God's got your heart, he's got your wallet and your purse. And I, I could have just said that, couldn't I? But changing gear, we've heard about words of changing gear, we've heard words about changing lanes and the, going from the slow lane to the fast lane, changing the field, going into a bigger field, the words that we've heard about today. I really believe that being um, faithful, laying aside, maybe stepping up to gift aiding, you know, is one where God can move a bit more in this, amongst us. There's so much to do, isn't there? Um, this old girl wants to keep going and keep serving. And I want God to bless you all in your jobs, in your, everything you do. Um, may he bless you and thank you. you. You know, it's a privilege.
Thank you, Jim. Here's your pen. Jim, what's your pen? That's it. That's it. Really, really appreciate um, this very quick overview. Obviously, there is detail. If people want detail, you can stick the lights back on. Thank you. If you want detail, Jill will uh, give you detail. Just to say, you probably noticed there in January, we spent more than was coming in. Uh, we do have a little bit of reserve, but the reserve is quite small. So I don't want to make a big thing of that. We're trusting, but what we are saying is that Constantly, we're needing to look at that because we can't keep on dipping in the reserve because it will run out uh, soon. So bear that in mind as you just hear one or two thoughts as I, I just draw us together. I think there's a couple of things that I'd like to say and just so appreciate what Jill has said. I want to say this. Giving is not about performance. It's not about performance. Okay, 1 Samuel 16, the Lord does not look at the things people look at People look at outward appearance. The Lord looks at the heart. Okay? So that's the key thing we want to keep coming back to. Giving money is not about earning points, getting into God's good books or anyone else's. What it does is it reflects, uh, it reveals the state of our heart. Jesus said, actually, that giving is a matter of worship. Matthew 6, verse 24, often gets misquoted, this verse, or missed out, bits of it missed out. No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. So giving, actually the giving of what we have, is an act of worship. Jesus himself said that. Where is our devotion? You're hearing it over and over again, aren't you, today? Where's my heart? Where's my heart? The heart only has room for one king. It's only one, one king. The heart that loves money will ask, what's the, the minimum that I can give? But the heart that sincerely loves God will say, what's the maximum I can get away with giving? And that can be challenging sometimes because you think, well, if I give that much... I'm going to have to trust God for that. And that's, that's a challenging moment, but that's a step of faith. Where your treasure, Jesus said, there your heart will be also. We need to be practical. We need to be thought through. Come back to that in just a second. But giving is a privilege and it should be a joy it keeps my heart sincerely leaning upon the Lord. There's so many stories that we could tell. I've, I've told stories in previous times, and you will have stories here in the room. But I just want to say this. Faith-filled giving will be generous, even sacrificial. But it should be cultivated in an atmosphere of grace. So I don't want anybody to go away ever thinking that an arm has been put up their back or they're being forced or condemned. Uh, we do it in an, in an atmosphere of grace. I've told the story a number of times over the years about a lady in a previous church who came to me and said, how much do I have to give to be a member of this church? To which I said to her, nothing. And uh, she was genuinely shocked. And she says, but the Bible says you have to give. You're supposed to give a tenth. And I always remember the conversation, and I, I said to her as gently as I possibly could, I don't believe there's anywhere in the Bible that says you have to give, 
But I do know that 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7 says, Each of you should give what you've decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. I would much rather ask the question, how much displays to him that you know it all comes from him? How much displays that you've understood that life and world around is not all that there is? That your heart is focused on something that goes beyond the here and now into the eternal. That, to quote one of the great writers, we're sending it on ahead. (laughs) We're sending it, we're investing in eternity. And we're investing in others going into eternity also. Wasn't that glorious? Did you see that figure? 31% of what comes in, we give away. 31%. Isn't that wonderful? And uh, we're now starting, uh, Jill um, would be mentioning, we're starting to give to Donna personally as well as to the charity as well. So we're doing, these are all things that we're wanting to do more and more. Um, so... It's why I, you, people sometimes say to me, Mark, what do you believe about tithing? Okay, now, I, I will never give a definitive statement about tithing. Now, what is tithing? Tithing, giving a tenth. I don't mind when uh, people are aiming for that. It's actually what Jackie and I have done for many, many years. That's always our aim and our goal. But if you want to start talking about tithing, I always want to say to you, is that your gross or your net? Okay, so we can always have discussions around that in terms of where am I starting with what I'm giving But you see, someone on a very low income, I've said this in this church before, but someone on a very low income, a tenth, a tithe, might be a huge amount for them to give. Whereas for another person, a tenth might actually be something that they would hardly notice. So it isn't about me or anyone else saying, here's the line, you've got to stick to it. It's about saying, where's your heart? Where's your heart? Jesus' comment to the widow who went to the temple to give. Do you remember that one? This poor widow has put in more than all the others. They were coming with sacks, literally pouring sacks of coins. She put in her coins, didn't she? All these people gave their gifts out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put all that she had to live on. See the difference there? That's massive, isn't it? We read just now, 2 Corinthians 8, the amazing grace that God had given to the Macedonians, who in the midst of severe trial, their overflowing joy and extreme poverty welled up in rich generosity. Do you know one of the things, as I've been in Christian ministry over many, many years, and I've talked and traveled around the world, my experience is this. The people who often give the most are the people who have the least. I've been in ministry 35 plus years. It's astonishing at times, those who know what it is to lean upon the Lord, but sometimes those who have more want to hold on to it. Now, please, I'm not pointing any finger here in the room. I'm just saying a principle that I have picked up over the years. Here's a better question. What is my attitude to giving? 
Are we begging, urgently pleading with God to allow us for the privilege of playing a role in the advancement of his kingdom? When was the last time you begged to give some money? (laughs) It's like, Mark, get this machine at the back fixed so we can use it. It is fixed. I checked it this morning, okay? So if you want to use it, you can. (laughs) That's no pressure, Peter, as you're standing there. (laughs) Okay. I'm jumping around here. What I do know is this. Giving is an area where we're encouraged to excel. Okay, 2 Corinthians 8 verse 9, Paul says, Since you excel in everything, faith, speech, knowledge, complete earnestness in the love that you, uh, we have kindled in you, see that you also excel in the grace of giving. Do you want some directions from the Lord? Do you want some directions from his word? Here's one. Excel in the grace of giving. But hear that. It's in the grace of giving. Do you have grace for it? What do you have grace for? You see, for one person, I've got grace to give £10. Another person, I've got grace to give £1,000. But excel in the grace of giving. That's what we're being called to. So just as we finish, literally, I'm going to give you some pointers which we, you will have seen before. Uh, they're on our website. We have a giving page. Um, there are gift aid forms at the back. There are... Um, Standing order forms there in the basket at the back. If you, but it's these verses from 1 Corinthians 16. I've always found them really helpful um, just because it's so practical in shaping what we do and how we think. On the first day of every week, each one of you should set aside a sum of money in keeping with your income. It's such a practical little phrase. But I think it's really helpful. On the first day. So you've heard me say this before, but let me just remind. In other words, it's regular. It's timely. It's intentional. All right? It's not just, oh, last minute. It's like Jill said. Many of us will have come from context where it's like out of sight, out. Oh, hang on a minute. What have I got left? Oh, not much. Well, here we are. But he says, on the first day, regular, timely, set it aside. It's thought through. It's not last minute. Saving it up. Again, it's set aside. It's been earmarked. For Jackie and I, it, all our, nearly all of our married life, God convicted us very early on when we were youngsters, really. And God said, start with your giving. And so that's where we start. We start. That's the first thing. That's the first thing. In fact, for us, it's even before the tax man, it's before anything. It's we give to God first. Seek first the kingdom and all these other things will be added to you as well. Be added to you as well. So you start there first. Set aside. It's been earmarked. In keeping with your income. There it is again. Now it might be a tenth. But it might be a lot more. It might be less. I want to say something here. I've said it before. I want to say it again. On the one hand, we talk about generosity. We talk about sacrificial giving. Absolutely. But also I want to speak to us about being responsible. You see, we're called to be stewards of all our resources. And so, of course, I want to urge you and encourage you to give because it's there. We've heard about it in Scripture. But I don't want you to get in debt because you're giving. (laughs) So we come to the Lord 
We come in faith. But don't say, oh, I need the church to see I'm giving, so I'm going to get into debt. That's not what this is about. Don't be under pressure to give so that you're in debt. But one thing that I'm sure the Apostle Paul would have added if he could at the time is make sure if you are a tax player, please fill out a gift aid form. (laughs) Because you can see how much, how much. It's a significant amount. Can I invite you to stand? Gone over a couple of minutes, but God was just moving among us, the Spirit. We want to give time for these things. Um, But just mindful, we want to honor those who are out in the children's work as well. Let's just be before the Lord. Let's just hear, just thank, thankful for Jill's heart. She just was sharing for us. I think one of the things about this is, is it not just becoming something we do out of sight, out of mind? Some of us say, well, I do give. But, you know, I, I set it up and it's just there. It's about looking again at our hearts. It's about reviewing It's about saying, Lord, what have you asked me to do? Mike and I were talking the other day about someone who said, how does the church run? And Mike began to talk about the giving in the church. This person was astonished. Over £100,000. That comes from the body. It's where the money comes. It doesn't come from anywhere else. So just as we stand before the Lord's, You might say, I'm not someone who does give, really. I need to be a bit more organized. Just apologize for being practical, but actually I believe in a practical God. I believe he calls us to be practical. I believe he calls us to be organized. It's part of our worship. So for some of us, we just need to simply start. (laughs) It's part of our worship. With a cheerful heart. Not under compulsion but being intentional. So some of us, I feel the Lord would just say, it's time to start. For some of you, you'd say, no, I have been giving, but I need to review it. I need to review it. In the midst of the current economic situation, that's challenging. We recognize that. But Lord, we come to you in faith, the one who meets our needs, the one, Lord, we say, we want to put you first. Want to seek first the kingdom. So I pray, Lord, for those here who just are being provoked today to to review. Just to consider what more you might have. And for for some, we've been doing it steadily, but you're, you're inviting us to take steps of faith. Big steps of faith for some of us to, to step in and, and, and step further. Oh, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, would you help us? I pray no one would go today away from here with condemnation. Lord, if you need to convict, that's what you will do. But Lord, we're not condemned. Lord, we're under your grace. But Lord, we we just want to thank you. I come to you with thanks for all that you have given us. I want to thank you, Lord, for all that has flooded into this life of the church and then out from us to many around us and to the nations. Pray for Donna this morning as she shares at Swindon, Lord. We pray for her. Bless her. Lord, we pray for her as she goes back again to Burundi. Lord, we say, would you lay your hand upon her? 
Oh God, strengthen her. Thank you, Lord, that we can stand with her in the work. Lord, thank you that we can, we can stand with Cap here on the island for those who are in debt. We thank you we can stand with them. Lord, help us in these things. Lead us in these things. We ask it in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Amen.